when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. So, um, Andy, I was up at the Ali Pali. Yeah. Um, watching where the darts is going to be played. The Worlds is on, yeah. yeah. World Championships is on. Again, and yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. I checked into Slaughter's right. to have a look at their Christmas menu, sample it, oh, you know. Sounds nice, yeah. It does sound nice, doesn't it? Of course, Adrian's there, mm-hmm. sitting in a throne, like a Christmassy throne they put in Christmas for him. Christmas meat king, yeah. He's earned that, I reckon. I reckon. Anyway, I sat down in the booth by the door, okay, yeah. and I, you know, and this is basically what I heard, yeah. Okay. Here it goes. Welcome along, sir, to our tirade of festive fuck. An angry assault on all their senses, delivered with a dash of yuletide glee. Oh, fuck yes. Strap me in and ram it right up my face hole. Allow us to lead you on a sleigh ride up to the condemned cellar of the grotto of fuck and back again. Before we start, sir, would you like to wear this festive paper crown? Oh, yes, 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 fuck yes, I very much would. Here you go, put it on. Oh, it feels a bit waxy, and you know, it's a bit waxy. Are you sure it's paper? Oh, it's a kind of paper. It's actually made from the dried skin of a chihuahua. All right, okay. It was made by a body, sir. It feels right. This isn't just for Christmas, is it? No, it is fucking nuts, sir. What's on this Christmas menu, then, you purveyor of scourge flesh? Well, for starters, sir, you can try the hospital bedpan filled with pigs in blankets. That sounds a bit fucking conventional for my sordid tastes. Well, the pigs in question are actually ocelots' anal passages stuffed with boiled wildebeest tits. Fuck me, that's indecent. And what about the blankets? I'm not at liberty to divulge about the blankets, but suffice it to say, sir, Santa Claus has got one less elf helping him out this Christmas. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Bring me that bedpan right away and I'll have a side order of fried bread in a separate bedpan. Would you like your man to come with it as well, sir? Oh, of course I would. Who do you think I am? Fucking Nigel fucking Slater. As you fucking wish, sir. The man is turkey with all the trimmings. The trimmings? Yes. It's been drizzled with liquefied nerves from a really, really big mouse. Exemplary, as always, and what's the dessert? Uh, the dessert, due to its popularity last Christmas, we've brought back the fresh dog egg, doused in creamed puss from one of Ron Craggs's wounds. Oh, did you hear my sweaty tits leap to attention and start to fucking beg, just turn? Yes, that should have been just then, sorry. <laughs> and just then, um... Yes, sir, I very fucking did. I think I need a triple dose of that abominable treasure, you terrible fuck. Right, well, Ren says if you'd like to sample it in advance, he'll come out and you can gently lap at his wound. No need, I trust John's, Ron's judgement like I trust the perpetual revolving of my own rancid guts. 
as you fuck on my shirt. Would you like a shift separately today? Oh. Just mounting it all on my lap and bring a massive fucking ladle. Oh, then is there anything for me, St. Bernard? Well, we've still got the wildebeest rib cage. I can put it down in the car park for him to roll around inside and suck on. He'd like that. I'll go out and join him once I've finished in here. Yeah, you should. And then the waiter went off to the kitchen, but Andrew, to be honest with you, I had to leave shortly after that because of the stench. I'm not surprised. It sounds quite very intense. Intense, mm. rich mm. smells coming from Ron's kitchen. Yeah. I wasn't quite too, up to it. Too, too rich for your tastes. Yeah, I found my um, end point, you know. Good. So, but I'll be back after Christmas. Of course you, you will. Know, back to the normal menu. Okay. We had uh, uh, a message on the Athletic Go Parsnips from one of our listeners, Jonathan Tate, and he asked if Mark Lawrence would rank the 10 best Christmas presents. Oh, nice had, question. We didn't have that at the time. We've got it now, so here it is. Hello, Mark Lawrenson here with the top 10 Christmas gifts I've received from my lovely wife, Barbara, over the years. Number 10, a snow prevention face mask. Still box. Cheeky. Number nine, a barbecue apron with license to grill written on it. Number eight, Yuri Geller's autobiography. Number seven, a tricolour pin badge for the victims of Paris. Number six, some sponsored bees. Number five, the very best of Foo Fighters LP. Number four, some kind of crossword helping computer device. Number three, a hip flask designed by Kevin Costner. Number two, a belt from Harrods. And number one, a personalised pack of playing cards with my face on the back of each card and also as the king of each suit. Thank you for those lovely gifts, Barbara. And Merry Christmas, my love. There you are. Do you agree oh, with any of that? I agree. Do you know what? You'd have I all of them, wouldn't you? 50%. Just plus. 50%. I reckon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Okay. Listen, thank you to Mark, yeah. of course. Thank and you, Thanks, Mark. Jonathan, for that. Crime Files Little Aston is an affluent area in the district of Litchfield, some seven miles north of Birmingham. There are around a thousand properties in the village, of which some 20% are valued at over £1 million. Unsurprisingly, it is an enclave for professional footballers and celebrities and frequently referred to as Millionaire's Row. In the nearby town of Streetly, just off the High Street, is located a small nonsense pottery owned and run by Mr Neil Hunt. On the 28th of October 2019, this pottery was to be the scene of an infamous, infamous Infamous, and horrible crime. The day started as usual, with Mr Hunt taking delivery of a batch of fresh clay and some replacement brick liners for his kiln. There you go, mate. 250 grams of buff-throwing clay, five litres of transparent glaze, and... uh, Hold on! (laughs) Let me just stop you there. Did you just call me mate? Did, Did you just assume that we were somehow friends when all that's actually going on here is a simple nonsense pottery business transaction? Oh, it's just a figure of speech, mate. You did it again! You you just had the fuck 
fucking gall to slap a mate on me after I just indicated to you that it was inappropriate. Do it again and you can stick this delivery up your shit pipe and take a fuck off notice back to your boss. So what's it going to be? Go on, I dare you. Do it again. Um, sorry, Mr. Hunt. I didn't mean anything by it. No, you Todd warriors never fucking do. Now, where do I sign? You're just here on the docket. There you go. Now, fuck off, mate, and lose your attitude. I'm Neil Hunt, nonsense Potter, not some barstool crooner looking for compliments from a fucking clown. Just as he leaves, two men enter the shop. It's Jack Grealish and John Terry. All right, mate. We're looking for a nice bit of nonsense pottery for Jack's mum. What did you say? I said we're looking for a pot for Jack's mum, mate. Tell me, who are you actually speaking to? You, mate. Listen, I don't know you from Adam. I'm not your mate. And if you continue to insist that I am, I will ask you to leave the pottery. All right, calm down, sweetheart. Sweetheart, sweetheart. Go on, get out of my shop. You're just another Todd warrior. I can spot them a mile off. Go on, leg it. Jack Grealish turned to leave, but as he did so, he brushed his leg against a pot stand and fell to the floor. I'm so sorry. I'm wearing very heavy shoes and thick socks and I lost my balance. Get up, Jack, and stand still, you muppet. Don't you fucking dare stand still. Keep walking and make your way to the Todd cabin that you undoubtedly crawled from under. Jack turned to leave again, but sadly tripped himself up on the corner of a military-themed rug on the floor. As he reached to steady himself, he grabbed another pot stand and a UK garden fruits-themed vase. (laughs) A UK garden fruits-themed vase fell crashing to the floor. What have you done? What have you actually fucking done? I spent over 18 hours on that UK garden fruit special. Why is it always little old me? Every other week, I give stock cubes to the food bank and I take ice buns to the prostate support group every fourth meeting. I don't fucking deserve this toddery. Oh, look, mate. Don't fucking make me, you cockney pellock. At that point, Jack takes a step forward to apologise. Sorry, Mr Potter, it's just that with the heavy leather shoes and the thick-knit socks combined with the draft coming from the kiln outlet, I lost my balance. Well, it's your fucking bank balance that's going to take a hit now. That UK Garden Fruits Pot retails at £350 and I want it now. Give me your debit card. Go on, give it me now, you fucking stirrup. But as Neil Hunt barked out these words to Jack... John Terry had already grabbed a sharp edge of the broken UK fruit spot and slashed it across Neil's face, instantly drawing blood. Don't you talk to my boy like that, mate. What have you done? What have you actually fucking done? I should warn you that my sister's new fella owns the most accurate catapult in the West Midlands and my... Brother-in-law's neighbour is a graffiti artist. Listen, mate, it was an accident, right? Caused by your failure to secure the rug to the floor. No, it wasn't. No, it fucking wasn't. Even a child couldn't fall due to contact with the lip of that military-themed rug. Oh, yeah. Well, let's check the CCTV, shall we? The three of them gathered around Neil's computer screen as the footage of the fall was replayed. Neil zoomed in on Jack's foot at the moment his fall commenced. It was clear that there was no contact between the rug and Jack's foot. Ha! 
there you go. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Now cough up. 350 fucking quid. Nah, mate. That military theme rug definitely made a move towards my jack. It's all about intent, innit? Well, can we just leave it, Mr. Terry? Truth is, my eyebrows feel very heavy today, and what with the heavy shoes and socks, I did lose my balance. Shut it, Jack. We ain't paying for nothing. Terry held the sharp pot against Neil's throat, drawing more blood. Is that all agreed, Potter? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, just get out of my pottery. As Jack and Terry left the shop and Neil held a Belinda wipe to his bleeding neck, Terry noticed a photograph on the shelf by the door. Who's this bird? It's my brother's wife, Yvonne. Oh, tasty. I'm having that. Fuck. Okay, Todd worries. I don't know. Don't even know why I fucking bother. On leaving the shop, Jack immediately fell to the floor again. Sorry, I didn't expect the pavement to be so rippled. <laughs> Crime files. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh, is that Santa Claus outside there? Yeah, it is. Look, he's got the red suit and beard and everything. Right, it's him. I'll, I'll get him. I'll bring him in. Yo, go on, fetch him. Come on, Santa, come on. Come on and let's have a chat. Hi, Santa. Yes, hello. Merry, Merry Christmas Eve, Bob. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Now, I see this is some kind of charity event. You there, little boy with a horrific rapid acceleration aging skin condition. I think he means you, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Santa. Have you been a good little boy all year? Well, yeah, I tried to be, you know. Uh, and what would you like Father Christmas to bring to you? Um, do you know I'd like? I quite like a new fountain pen actually for me letter writing. Right, I'll just make a note of that down in my request jotter here. Chaos Space Marine Battle Force Bundle. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Santa, I said fountain pen. Yes, yes. Equally at home, shredding opponents at range with bolt of fire as they are in a bloody melee. These guys can be geared up for pretty much any purpose you want on the battlefield. Very wise choice. What else would you like on Christmas Day? Uh, oh, um, well, I wouldn't mind um, some, like a scarf and gloves. That'd be nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll write that down as well. Collection set of 20 Deadwalker zombies. No, uh, right. Sorry. Um, While slow and clumsy individually, their necromantic overlords drive them into battle in their thousands, hoping to exhaust the armies of the enemy. Santa, that's not what I said. Well, I'll tell you what, right. I'll chuck in a bunch of skeleton warriors and a corpse cart as well. Anything else? Well, 
Well, I wouldn't mind a car polishing kit. Okay. Okay, I'll never chosen. I can do you the paints for that as well. That's not what I asked for, Santa. You're just writing down toys. Hang on. Are they are they all Warhammer toys? What toys? Warhammer. Warhammer? No, Warhammer. Warhammer? No, Warhammer. Warhammer. No, they're not toys. They're playable fantasy war figures. And anyway, I've never even heard of it. Oh, oh, here's an idea. Maybe you'd like uh, a new pool table. Yeah, actually, Santa, that would be nice, yeah. Yeah, great. I could do you one in six foot by four foot. No, I want, I want a pool table about six by three, aren't they? No, six by four is better because it doubles up as an ideal playing surface for... For, um, for what? Nothing. Uh, is that the time? I have to go. I need to uh, take one of the one of the elves to the dentist. Hang on. Hang on. Are you Roy Hodgson? No. Come here. You fucking... Come no. here. No. Come no. No. Get him. You got his beard then? I got his beard. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Santa. I'm really sorry, Bob. I thought it was Santa. Oh, fucking had Roy. Me, had me fooled all the way through. Oh, well. So oh, he's buying... He's trying to get people to buy Warhammer stuff. I don't know what he's up to. He just, I don't know why he's dressed up like that. Just spreading the word, I Probably suppose, Probably, I, I guess so, yeah. Oh, Andrew. Mm. Had a, um, intercepted, mm. managed to intercept. Yes. Yeah, a WAV. Good. Sean Dyche's yes. Christmas WAV. Motivational WAV to his players. Here we go. Right, you lot, listen up. This is your Christmas motivational blog. It's compulsory and should be listened to every day over the festive period. Remember the games come thick and fast. If you try to entertain, they could be your last. Baby Jesus didn't mess about. If it needed clearing, he'd give it a clout. Roast beef without gravy is like defending a port without the navy. Rub turkey seepage onto your laces. When you kick them in the head, it will taint their faces. Don't shoot for goal from more than six feet. A bit of stuffing in your undies for an half-time treat. Long balls without purpose. If it's entertainment you want, then go to the circus. When you clear a ball, get it high in the air. When you eat a pork pie, rub the juices in your hair. When defending a corner, grab a shirt. When you elbow a forward, pretend it's you that's hurt. If you don't like a fight, you're a fucking shite. If you don't like a Barney, don't join my army. Passing without guile. Dribble without a smile. The only thing that I find funny is a stand-up shit missing the dunny. Entertainment is for babies, cosmetics are for ladies. When a ball is kicked into the stand, that's ten seconds stolen before it lands. Defend your fucking box. Defend your fucking box. Stop free kicks with the tip of your cocks. Defend your fucking box. Defend your fucking box. And stop free kicks with the tip of your cocks. And remember. Remember. Shit. Groundworks. Scrap metal. Screeding. Mortar. Freeze blocks. Pies. And that's the Burnley way.
No, there you go, Sean. I then think defend your box with the tips of your cocks. I think that, that, if anything, is what Christmas is all about. I've got another a wav from John Omsk, the Albanian trans overlord. Oh what wow, you're a lucky yeah. lad. Hi and hello, John Omsk here, Albanian trans overlord, psychic peace criminal and scourge of the United Nations Melody Cops. Um, Just in time for Christmas, I've laid down a 17-hour long two-track EP. Track one is called Ho Ho Ho, no, 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 no. Um, I'll be performing it in the lobby areas of the major Swiss euthanasia clinics over the holiday period. Here's a little snippet of it. There it is. Track two on my EP has no title, but it comes with a gas-filled cylinder, and when you inhale from the cylinder, the title is revealed inside your mind. It comes as a 7-inch, 12-inch, 5-inch, and a 9.5 weeks extended version, and also as a jigsaw puzzle, and as one of the ingredients in the UK winter flu jab. Here's a little snippet of it. hope you enjoyed that i am john omsk and i wish you all a stable christmas there we are some beautiful christmas music there from john omsk i'll be playing that while i'm uh sitting on my own on christmas day yeah loving seven hours so i got um scottish tail landing oh yeah a lot of that then yeah um here we go go the celebration of christmas had been banned by the Laird's forebears hundreds of years ago and replaced with a great feast and dance at the Laird's castle, to which all the heeds of the island families were invited. The purpose of the ceremony was to pledge allegiance to the Laird for the following year and to praise him for his generosity and compassion. One week before the event, a family would be chosen to row to the mainland and choose an appropriate gift to present to the laird at his table during the feast. This year it was Colin McBride and his son Thomas who were chosen. On the 18th of December, at 2am and with 200 pounds, they set their boat to anchor on the mainland and proceeded to the nearest town. Colin knew of a farrier who might sell him an appropriately luxurious fur hat for the laird and imposed upon his son to set it out at Costa Coffee whilst he was away bartering for the hat. He gave Thomas, Thomas ten pounds to cover his expenditure. They must return to the boat within the hour or the laird's attack fox would be sent to deal with them a caution. Young Thomas could no believe his eyes, the brightness of the clothing being worn, the glare from the lights and the mirrors and the Christmas tinsels and baubles. He felt as if in a moment he could burst clean open with merriment. He ordered a guest a guest bean skinny latte <laughs> a guest bean skinny latte and a hard almond biscuit to dip within it. Seated by the window to watch the passing parade of fashions and fancies, he noticed a branch at Thompson's heel bar across the way, glimpsing its fast-revolving machinery and its aproned operative. He gleefully imagined the townspeople's joy at having such a wonder on their high street. Just then a young lady approached him and inquired about the availability of the adjacent seat for her to repose upon. I... "'Tis free,' said Thomas, "'and it would be a pleasure to share your company today. "'May I inquire of your name?' "'I'm Maureen McCulloch.' 
And what do you do uh, for a living here on the mainland, Maureen? I'm a sex worker. <laughs> and how, how do you mean, lassie? Well, I'm paid by my customers to perform sexual favours upon them. Thomas had already noticed that the lassie was very fruitful at it and was keen to inquire further. So what service might the laddie secure for the sum of her own seven pounds? We could have a quick play in the alley behind here. Come on, let me show you. Thomas followed Maureen to the alley, where she halted next to the bins and drew up her jumper over her head. About two to three kilos of warm Scottish tattoo <laughs> fell out onto the li- <laughs> fell out onto the lid of the wheelie bin. As you can see, laddie, I've planted that to spare. I, Thomas replied, there's a family serving there, I'll eat, with plenty left over for the late supper. Would you like to touch or tap them with the palm of your hand? Aye, I would very much so. Might I bury my face and uh, them without an overspend of my seven pounds? Aye, that would be covered. Thomas began to lure his face towards his bounty, and then... Thomas, stop that! We must leave in ten minutes. Away with you! Come on, run, run, run! <laughs> Thomas ran to his father, his swollen personal pipe lolloping from side to side within his slacks like a slug on a roller coaster. Soon they were back on the beach and the boat was in sight. Just in time, Thomas, near a minute to spare. And then Colin was grabbed from behind and felt the blade against his neck. It was mooring. Your laddie owes me seven pounds and you'll not leave this beach till I have it. I've no money, young lassie. I was obliged to spend it all upon this hat for my laird. Thomas, give her the money that was agreed upon. Thomas counted out the money he had left in his pocket. Six pounds, twenty-one pence, there you go. That's new enough, young laddie. I require the full seven pounds as agreed for you to gaze. Och, it was that rock-hard fucking biscuit that's done for me. I couldn't even eat it due to its lack of give. Then I must deprive you of that fur hat by way of substitute payment. Hand it over to me. Clive did as requested and Maureen skipped away back into town. On arrival back at the island, Clive spun a yarn that the gift had been lost overboard when an aggressive winkle had taken a bite upon Thomas's shin. But it did not wash with the laird's henchman Glogale. Colin and Thomas were thrown into a dungeon and were soon visited by the laird's assault fox, Ronnie McPotsmoker. <laughs> but it was not Ronnie's jagged teeth or the venomous saliva that killed them. Rather, it was their first gaze into the beast's eyes. For it had the face of Neil Warnock. <laughs> the face of Neil Warnock! The face of Neil Warnock. Aye, oh, yuck. there we go. Welcome, return for Scottish Tale. Um, have we got any more we want to do? No, I'm just um, just to wish everyone Merry Christmas, really. Very Merry Christmas for both of us, yeah, and a Happy New Year. Hey, Bob, do you reckon Chris Ray is still oh, driving God. home for Christmas? No, listen, when you think about it, right, we're all kind of always driving home for Christmas all year round, aren't we? Those seemingly meaningless journeys down to the Chippy or B&Q, they're all small parts of one overriding journey which ends when we get home for Christmas. Makes you, makes you think that, doesn't it? Well, you're putting a great so, big um, yeah. big authority on the Christmas because you could equally say that every journey you take is the one leading to when you go to the Chippy 
and buy extra large cod. Yeah, well, it is as well. Do you that, go large cod? It just depends cod? on how you look at it. No, I don't go large cod. I'm not a pig. Well, because you're tight. No, because it's just too much. Do you go large cod? I, I, do, I do. I go large cod, but large do you share chips. it with your wife? Well, I share it with the exactly, wife, Exactly, yeah. there you go. I'm a divorced man. Have you got a nice chippy near you? Uh, I've got a few, yeah. Not really like nice. award-winning ones, yeah. Like made-up awards that they put in the windows and things like that. Chip- Most of them have got them. Chips yeah. are lovely up north, aren't Chips, they? Uh, yeah, I've never seen a decent one down south, but that's all right. You that's know. all right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Have everybody. a lovely time and see you next yeah, year. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.